Chapter 1. Blythe Soul. Restoration Resistance Headquarters. October 1st, 4010. 8 a.m. The morning air is crisp and cool, the grass springy and damp beneath my feet. Droplets of water are refreshing against my bare calves as I run. My high ponytail swishes side to side, tickling the back of my neck. My chest rises and falls as I concentrate on breathing, filling my lungs with the cleansing autumn morning air. Dog lopes along beside me at a steady trot, his paws patting softly on the ground. I have spent every morning of the last six weeks running from one end of Resistance Headquarters to the other. It spans exactly four miles. I appreciate watching the changing of the seasons each day, even if it is just a computer program. It's nice to feel, in some ways, like we're still part of the world. When I'm on my morning run, just dogging me, I can pretend that nothing has changed. I can almost imagine my Atlanta neighborhood with a park very similar to the one I'm running in, ringed in pine trees. I can imagine the crunching of dry pine needles beneath my feet and smell their fragrance in my nostrils. There is no resistance, no restoration, and no evil president. The MPs have no cause to suspect a young girl out on a run with a dog, and they don't spare her a second glance. There is no Dax, confusing me with feelings of friendship intermixed with lust, longing, and love. There is no Jenica, staring distantly with dead eyes, quietly mourning the loss of her baby, aborted out of necessity because of the cruel nature of our society. There is no Olivia, whose night terrors now rival mine, and whose rapidly thinning frame reminds me every day of how we failed her. There is no gauge. Actually, even in reality, there is no gauge, because he's gone. He's gone because I cast the deciding vote. Make no mistake, I'd do it again in a heartbeat. Reality is crueler than my fantasy. In reality, the restoration is very much alive, and in counterpoint, so is the resistance. The MPs will never see me as just a girl. They fear me, what I am, and what I have the potential to become. In reality, Dax is here daily, a continuous reminder of my flaws and inability to love anyone completely, the way they deserve. In the real world, Olivia and Jenica are shells of their former selves. The former has sunk into herself and retreated from the world. The other lashes out at it, with all the venom and malice she possesses. No matter how much I want to try to imagine an alternate reality where things happen differently, I am always snatched back to the present. No matter how fast or hard I run, I cannot outrun Gage. His absence is more torturous than his presence, when I'd thought it would be the other way around. I thought that by sending him away, I would finally be able to put my turbulent feelings behind me. Foolishly, I assumed that without having to look into those gorgeous blue eyes of his, I would no longer be a slave to my emotions when it comes to him. By cutting him out of my life, I could stop feeling so damned much. I liked it better when I was numb, when nothing fazed me, because I'd built my walls and fortified myself against it all. But then Dax kissed me and told me he loved me, and Gage made me feel like a normal person again. Together, they made me forget. But I don't intend to forget again. I want to remember the pain that caused me to go numb, why I avoid these kinds of complications and why I'm better off alone. 
at least in my love life. I will always remember. Ready, dog? I ask, panting as we reach the end of the first half. It's time to turn back. Dog turns with me and we run, keeping a steady pace as sweat rolls down the back of my neck and between my shoulder blades. I kick it into high gear on the last mile, or I know I'll be late for the meeting. We have a mission today, and I don't intend to miss it. I need some fresh air and stimulation, and possibly to kick some MP ass. Or some reject ass. I'll take either. It's been a week since our last patrol, and it was pretty tame. I'm hoping for more this time. Anything to pull me out of the funk I'm in. When I reach Mosley Hall, I pause on the steps, fighting to catch my breath as I rest my hands on my knees. Hey, Blythe. I glance up to find Laura Rosenberg returning from a run of her own and smile.